This is Commerce Shenanigans, episode 613, comic reviews for the week of Wednesday, September the 19th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 613. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, September the 19th. As I'm recording this, it's uh, the 21st of September. I'm about to uh, run away on vacation. I'm about to uh, go to Disney World for a week. Uh, so this is going to be a very quick episode because I uh, have way too much packing to do, not enough time and uh, day job work to do. And so, But I did, definitely wanted to make sure we had an episode, a uh, reviews episode to go up uh, between my interviews with Paul Mounts and Tom DeFalco, which is episode 612 and 614 so i'm just releasing a really quick episode today uh ironically i have more more comics to talk about than i have had on recent episodes but of course i have less time to do it in so this is going to be a little, a little bit more of a lightning round i sometimes say that and don't end up um kind of following through but this is definitely going to be a much faster uh, round so uh first up just i'd like to talk about some that some books came out that i will not be discussing or haven't had a chance to read those include uh, Amazing Spider-Man Annual, Aquaman, Avengers, Batman, uh, sorry, I have read Batman, uh, Captain America Annual, Damage, Deadpool, Secret Agent, Deadpool, number two, Doctor Strange, Ed- Edge of Spider-Geddon, man, there's not, like, I really don't care about reading those, uh, Green Lanterns, Infinity War, Soldier Supreme, uh, Justice League, Mr. and Mrs. X, Multiple Man, Nightwing, Star Wars, Star Wars Lando, Double or Nothing, Teen Titans, The Life of Captain Marvel, Thor, Venom, First Host, West Coast Avengers number two, haven't read number one yet, and X-Men Gold 36. Um, so those are the books I will not be discussing. So first up that I did read, we have uh, Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, which I guess I didn't realize or wasn't paying close enough attention, that it looks like this is the last episode, or sorry, last issue, uh, and now um, to see more you got to read Spider-Girls number one, which I guess is part of Edge of Spider-Geddon. I really enjoyed this. I thought it was fun. Um, you know, a little wacky, a little silly at times, but I liked it. Written by Jody Hauser, artwork by Scott Koblish. Um, very enjoyable and engaging. You have an X-Men team-up. You have uh, Sp- Spider-Man, Spider-Ling, and uh, Spinneret in a car, in their car that they just finished paying off and heading to try and protect the X-Men and, and save the mutants at the Xavier School and going up against um, um, Mr. Sinister and his, own, and his, and his minions. Uh, you have Normie Osborn showing up with a, a, a goblin robot uh, and then getting extra arms. Uh, I really like this. It was, it was such a chock-a-block with fun, crazy stuff. Um, it just felt like it, it was just, you know, reaching. It was having a good time. It's, a, it's the, I guess, the last, the last uh, issue. And why not go out with a bang? I'm going to give it a seven. Um, it, was a, it was very solid and kind of middle of the road, but, but still very enjoyable. It didn't necessarily jump up and become, like, my favorite comic of the week, but it was enjoyable, that's for sure. Uh, if you want to talk about my favorite comic of the week, that might be Batman 55. Uh, it's written by Tom King. It's artwork, uh, it has artwork by Tony Daniel. Um... It's absolutely phenomenal. It's um, it's one of those things where I forgot what the storyline was. I think I'd, I'd said I'd read solicits that you know something was going to happen to Nightwing, but completely forgot about it, which was a blessing because it was just kind of a, a fun issue where you have this nine-panel grid where you're following. Um, you know, I didn't even realize at first it was KG Beast um, as he as like a mission in Gotham, and it's juxtaposed with. Batman and Nightwing going out and you know and and fighting and you have Nightwing make cracking jokes and Batman's very serious and not really you know playing into it and uh, Nightwing wants to wants to do a um, you know um, what's it called uh, wants to do a competition to see you know who who's gonna who's gonna rip you know 
fire their line first when they're when they're dropping and falling and um it's really kind of cool and very much feels like a a dick Grayson thing and it's a very fun and enjoyable kind of camaraderie between the two of them um and then we have them you know go to meet uh, gordon and then the two storylines finally connect um and it is visceral brutal and the, if you don't know what's coming it's better because it really plays well. Like there's just like again, the minute it happened, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Forgot that's coming up." But um, it worked better as a surprise. And so, if you can just forget everything you know about what might be happening with Nightwing in the future, this will be a much more enjoyable uh, read. Um, it's more stunning, more like, "What the fuck? What happens now?" Like it's it's just it 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 plays so well. It's so it's such a you know gut gut punch. You're just like, "Holy shit! Did they really just do that?" Um, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a nine. It was a, a fantastic issue. Uh, next up, we have uh, Batman Damned. Um, I feel like I read the digital version because I don't remember seeing Bat Penis. Um, I did not care much for it. Weird narration. Um, the combination of Batman and, and Constantine doesn't necessarily work for me. I'm not a big fan of Constantine in general. Um, the artwork by Leeper Mayo. It, you know, some people are going to love it. Some people aren't. Um, I didn't really, I, I don't super care for it, but it's got a certain style. And if you don't like that style, you're not really going to enjoy this. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird story. You, you know, you've got dead man, you've got what, Zatanna. Um, I, this wasn't for me. Um, I feel like this is for someone. Um, it's not for me. If I, it, and the artwork is not ugly. It's not bad art. It's just not to my taste. It's not, Again, I didn't find it an enjoyable book. I didn't really find myself invested in the story. I didn't find myself even like really caring all that much. I I found that the narration and even the lettering I didn't like. Um, it, I felt it was very easy to lose track of what was going on. I'm actually going to give it a four. Um, in my mind, I'm kind of like two out of art, two out of five for art. Two out of eh, I'm being a little unfair. Two out of five for story. The art's probably a three, so I'm going to give it a, a two and a half. Uh, sorry. Um, that's not fair. Uh, that's not that's not how math works, Adam. Uh, if I give it a three and a two, that's five. So it's a five out of ten. Um, yeah, that's the internal uh, the internal process. That I usually break it down by you know what what am I giving art and story out of five, and then what's you know the composite. Um, so yeah, I it wasn't it wasn't for me. Uh, next up is uh, Immortal Hulk. This is issue number six, um, which you know was really entertaining it was definitely different because the art was different a uh, different uh, artist you had uh, lee garbett doing the guest art with uh color by paul mounts who guess what it was just on comic shenanigans you should go check that out right now uh, episode 612 uh the issue is called action and reaction um very like I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with this you have this whole you know the idea of the mirrors of the hulk kind of you know bashing things in you have um you know the the former hulkbusters kind of you know, trying to figure out what to do as well. You have uh, Walter Langowski no longer having any of um, Sasquatch in him. You have, uh, you know, the new version of the Avengers kind of uh, confronting the Hulk, which is interesting in seeing Bruce and Jennifer's kind of interesting because of how Jennifer's been different. Um, and uh, and then at the very end, he turns into Hulk, and we're going to have a fight. Uh, at least that's the way it leads you to believe. Um, who knows if that'll actually happen. Maybe the the series will you know, take a, a, a direct swerve, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Very funny. Like, not sorry, fun is the wrong wrong word. I think it was a very enjoyable and uh, uh, engrossing issue. 
Um, so I'm going to give that an 8. Next up is uh, Return of Wolverine by Charles Sewell and, and Steve McNiven. And uh, I was shocked by how much this didn't feel like McNiven. It didn't feel nearly as polished as his art usually does. I don't know if different anchor or different colorist. I, I don't know. It, just, I, it, it didn't really work for me. Um, I found the artwork very forgettable at times. It, it was not up to his usual amazingly high standard. Um, the story I thought was actually kind of boring and it kind of made me wonder like how this connects with, you know, he's been back for a while. Um, you know, he had that, that the infinity gem at one point. So I'm kind of like, well, how does that all connect with this? And I I don't know. I I just found it didn't really work for me. And, um, like there's a lot going on, but at the same time, I just don't think it worked and I don't need to see an amnesiac Wolverine and, I don't. I don't know. It just it failed to really work. And again, that artwork was odd. Like that last shot of Wolverine, obviously Barry Windsor Smith inspired, but I it just didn't work for me. Um, the colors were great. I just thought that the art was odd and off putting and not a great fit. And I thought the story was a little slow. Um, I think I'm gonna give this like a five and a half. Like it, it just and maybe I'm just not the audience. Like I really liked a lot of the Hunt for Wolverine. Um, miniseries, but this, I did not like it. I didn't enjoy it. I, I just, I, and I, I just found myself a little bored. Uh, then we have Venom number six by Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman, which art wise is absolutely phenomenal. Story wise, there's a little bit more to be desired, but I think this was a little bit more coherent and cohesive than previous issues had been. Uh, I'm excited to kind of know where they're going to go from here. Cause it was really a good ending. Um, I, overall, I think it, it works. I liked it. Again, the artwork is breathtaking. I mean, Stegman's just nailing it. Um, I feel like I, I'm going to give it an eight, but I feel like it's like a four and a half for art and like maybe three and a half for story. Uh, I like Hate's story, but it's not setting my world on fire, whereas the artwork is. Um, the artwork is just absolutely brilliant and fantastic. And that is our episode. That's all we got today, folks. So thank you for uh, listening to Comic Shenanigans. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thank you so much for, uh, for listening to this episode, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.